Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wild flower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant, its blossom falls, and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he, attempt, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly light, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Thank you very much. So we're going to take a moment to look at uh, this real introduction to James in the first chapter. Um, we don't often read from the book of James, so I thought it might be helpful just to um, say a few words about the book itself. Um, the book of James was first written to, a, I guess it was the first group of letters addressed to both Messianic Jews and early Christians in general, rather than to a particular church as other letters were. Um, and it's extremely practical in its application about Christian life. Uh, I guess also in the days when it was written, um, people, particularly the Jewish people, had previously been under quite a strict legal code of conduct. Now they were beginning to find salvation uh, in God, um, and it was a free gift of love through the sacrifice of Jesus. They were beginning to question the way people should live their lives. So they were wondering whether it really mattered um, how you led your life if you could be guaranteed salvation. Surely you could just live it up while you were here on earth and then you'd get salvation anyway. 
And to some extent, that attitude is prevalent in our own, own culture here today. So studying James, I think, is helpful to all of us uh, as we experience life's challenges and issues. I'm just going to read something from my Bible about James. It says, miraculous, revolutionary, greatest ever. We're inundated by a flood of extravagant claims as we flip through TV channels or look in magazines. The messages leap out at us. The products assure us that they are new, improved, fantastic, capable of changing our lives. For only a few pounds, you can have cleaner clothes, whiter teeth, more glamorous hair, tastier food. You can have the smartest cars that have the latest gadgets. You can have the best smelling perfume. You can have a diet that solves all your eating problems and wonderful drinks. Everything's guaranteed to bring happiness, friends, and the good life. And just before an election, no one can match the politicians' promises. But of course, talk is cheap. And too often we soon realize that the boasts were hollow and quite far from the truth. Even Christians say things like, Jesus is the answer, believe in God, follow me to church. We make claims, but we can often be guilty of belying them with our actions. We profess to trust God and to be his people, but then we cling very tightly to the world and the world's values. We might possess all the right answers, but they contradict the gospel with the way we lead our lives. It's quite true, those words. So James, and to James, there was no question in his mind that how you live your life mattered immensely. In fact, you can tell how someone's faith is real by how they behave. Because genuine faith in Christ always spills over into the rest of life. It affects our basic attitude to ourselves and to other people and to life in general. There's no discrepancy between belief and action. And James reminds us of the need for genuinely Christian standards and values in every area of Christian life. It's easy to let things slip and it's so easy for the world around us to squeeze us into its own mould, to convince us that there are no absolutes, no areas of black and white, only grey. And so the early Christians needed this letter of James and we do today as well. Now I spent about 40 years of my working life working in the magistrates courts as a solicitor and it never ceased to amaze me how many of the criminals try to explain away their illegal actions. For example, many thieves or burglars had the attitude in their heads that it was okay to steal from a homeowner or a shop uh, because those people or businesses would probably be covered by things like insurance or the owner could probably afford to replace the items taken. And so as if that would give them a license to behave as they did. There were, these were the grey areas to them. No need to worry about what the black and white letters of the law said. 
except, of course, when they got caught. And then they'd want the law bent in their favour rather than against them. So James reminds us of the need to have genuine Christian standards and values in every area of our Christian life. Now we know little or nothing of how the letter came to be written or who it was sent to, but we're also not even sure who the author was, but the most likely candidate uh, is James, who was Jesus' half-brother. He became a Christian when he saw the risen Jesus, as detailed in the first book of Corinthians, chapter 15 and verse 7. And then James went on later to become a key leader of the church in Jerusalem. And the church at that time faced a lot of persecution under Herod Agrippa. So today we're focusing on the first chapter of the book of James. It's written in perhaps a rather crisp and succinct style. And perhaps some of the themes remind us of uh, uh, things like from the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament and perhaps also the Sermon on the Mount in the New Testament. James provides us with a fair idea what a Christian should be like. He has a positive attitude to the difficulties of life, knowing their value and how it can shape our characters and make us more Christ-like. He doesn't blame God when things go wrong. He knows where to turn for help and guidance. He has control over his tongue and his temper. He sets himself to discover God's standards and to live them out. He puts faith into practice. Now one of the first themes, the key themes in the first chapter of James is the issue of how we cope with life's many trials and how as Christians we should react. So I think probably it might be useful now if we just split into small groups if we can and we'll look at some of the questions I'm going to put on the screen. Um, I'm acutely aware, I should say at this stage, before we do this, that there are people at the moment who are going through all sorts of trials and tribulations in their lives, things like bereavement, illness, pain, financial problems, work difficulties, relationship issues, care of elderly loved ones, whatever the trial is, please don't feel you've got to take part in this uh, discussion if it's too sensitive to you and too raw. And I think perhaps the rest of us can also be sensitive to the feelings of others within the group, Um, so please be mindful of that. So if you could just take a moment, we'll just split into groups, and then I'll put some questions for you to look at on the screen.